Yo, it's your boy, Anthony O'Neill, and you're listening to the baddest couple, I believe, on the planet. You're listening to the Black, Married, and Debt-Free Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus. Happy Resurrection Day. I'm here with my lovely wife. Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. <laughs> Shira, how are you doing today? I'm just laughing at you. <laughs> Tell me why. Happy Resurrection Day. Happy Resurrection Day. <laughs> you know what I mean? We need to take this Easter off this thing. This is the Lord's Day. No, I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> well, we hope that you all have had a wonderful Easter. Um, Yes. Thinking most folks will listen on Monday. Yes, I'm kicking that's true. off your week, and so that's we true. hope that your day's going well. I'm yeah. doing good. Today is was just a beautiful day. Yes, in California, <laughs> we're yes. happy for that. We're tired of the rain and these atmospheric rivers right. and what other name? You know, I don't know what what new name they'll have next. Um, yes. But it was just a really great day and a really beautiful day. Got to see lots of family. Yeah, so, we did. We did, Sean. I got to see all of my everybody. You know, <laughs> it was good. Both sides of the family. You know, when we went to church, you know, everything was great. We came home. Oh, y'all, and I'm excited because Shire then threw down on some gumbo, y'all. I don't I think tried. y'all really understand. <laughs> Shira's gumbo was on another level. So, you know, and I grew up in a house where my dad was a. It was a great gumbo cooker, you know, so my palate is uh, is very advanced on the gumbo front. But Shire has not disappointed. Oh, Aww. this thing is I'm excited. My mouth is watering thinking about getting a bowl right now. Thank but you. we're here to handle business. Right, Shire? We're here to talk about what's going on uh, for, you know, that individual out there that is just stumbling on this podcast. We want to welcome you. Yes, we want to welcome you. We talk about finance. We talk about our journey to. Uh, building wealth, financial freedom, financial independence, all that good stuff. And uh, welcome. You're in the right place. This is clean content. You can turn it on with the kids. You ain't got to worry about us cussing and nothing crazy. So I think this is good. I think it's a vibe, Shire. But we got to talk about this, Shire. This caught my attention. Yes, it caught your attention. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the FIRE movement, uh, financial independence, retire early. We've talked about this before. This is when you are going to hyper fund your re- retirement so that you can retire early and li- hopefully live off of the interest into perpetuity. And it sounds great. It sounds great. We've had we know friends that are, have done it. We know folks that are trying to do it. But we're going to talk about one of the pioneers in this space. Uh-huh. And this gentleman is having to go back to work. I mean, and this dude is like when I say pioneer. He is truly that. So we're going to go through this article. Shire, are you ready to go through this? Uh, It says a fire movement pioneer who retired early with three million dollars at age 34 says he must return to work to afford his kids education. College education, that is. Shire, let's get into this. What what you think about it? What you got to think? What you think, Shire? Okay, I think. We should probably share some initial thoughts. Okay. <laughs> Before we even read it. Right. And my initial thoughts, um, I guess at first I didn't know, well, it wasn't, it had not connected with me yet that he was returning to work to support children. Okay. Okay. And I think that with the fire movement, a lot of people don't have kids. Um, 
I or, think you're right. Or they're just planning for themselves right, and right. are maybe looking or hoping that their children will get scholarships or find other ways to finance their education. Yes. So like they're pursuing fire focused, you know, on them focused on them. On them, right? And and there's some uh varying thoughts there. I've heard some folks say, Hey, my retirement, I, I can't take a loan mm-hmm. out in retire or I can't go I'm in retirement or I can't go back to work. Whereas my children, worst case, can take out student loans to fund their education. That's that's one school of thought. Another school of thought is Yo, I'm doing this to give my kids better opportunity so they don't come out in debt like I did and have to do all this crazy fire and and all this financial stuff that I'm having to do. Right. You know, and so where do you fall on that? I always curious. Well, to your first um, your the first point that you made is generally for an older uh, a person. So a person who is, you know, 70 or 80 or Mm -hmm or they're up in age and and they're not able to go back to work. So they're saying while you're Great young, point. save all you can. Right. But in this case, this individual, it's I mean, they, they're young. Okay, They're young 34. Yeah. So that, you know, might not necessarily apply because there's, you know, most 34 year olds are working. Right. But yes, I do agree that, you know, uh, once you get to a certain age, um, you might have some limitations with your health and you, you, you know, yes. you just never know what life will throw at you. And there will be a point in time where you're, you're not able to work. Yes. And I so am. you want to make sure that, you know, you've saved. And, and so if you have to prioritize saving for yourself and saving for your child. If you're older and say you have little to nothing saved for retirement, you might want to save for retirement. Yes. You know, so I think that. You know, depending on your situation, your situation, you might, you know, and, and so I'm just going thinking about the the early retirement pursuit. Me and you were just talking the other day about and you raised some great points about how, like, when we first started this uh, financial literacy pursuit and then uh, hyper investing to potentially retire early, like our kids were young and now we're at this age where like. They're like nine and 10 and they're starting all these after school activities and they're going to be going into uh, college and, you know, preparing for college and all this stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, I never thought about that, Bill. You know, yes, I mean? I, <laughs> like, that yes. changes everything. They right? are much more children are much more expensive, mm-hmm. you know, now than they were when they were younger. And it's yeah. crazy because I was just like, you know, if I can just get out of this diaper phase and having lit. to buy diapers and we're going to have so much free money. But guess what? They start eating more. Ooh, they they be, start ooh. talking more. They have their own interests, yes. their own hobbies. And all of that does cost money. Right. Um, but let's dive let's into this, in, this story here. This is coming out of Yahoo Finance. Um, and it's highlighting a particular person who, as you you know shared, they were a pioneer of the fire mm-hmm. movement. So meaning they were one of the first. Right. And their first name is Sam. Hey, Sam, we just going to call you Sam for this story. So it looks like they retired in 2012. And so yes. they retired in 2012 at the age of 34. So I don't think I did the math correctly earlier. Yeah, I think they're older now. <laughs> yeah. 45 now. But let's yeah, yeah, thank you for that. So they retired in 2012 at the age of 34 with $3 million net worth. Um, they were a pioneer of the the fire movement so that's financial independence retire early movement and then 10 years later he's making waves again 
for saying it's time to go back to work. So now Sam is 45. Um, he has a popular fi uh, personal finance blog. Mm -hmm. And um, the blog that they run is Financial Samurai. Mm -hmm. And they've been doing that since 2009. And so through the blog, he's been sharing, you know, his family's journey right. and the, you know, saving for retirement. So he basically um, documented that. And so, um, so there are multiple reasons. One of the most popular members of the online early retirement crowd is now joining the ranks of the unretired. Uh, for one, his investment portfolio, like everyone else's, took a beating last year. And then two, uh, Sam is saying that he actually misses the workplace. What? <laughs> like, that's one thing I did not expect to see. The camaraderie okay. of the workplace. So being with other people, you know, um, I, I, I can understand that. And then, um, you know, Sam shared that early retirement is great, but it can also be lonely. I mean, I get that. Imagine wanting to do things, but all your friends have jobs. <laughs> okay. I've, I've, heard, and I've heard that before. I'll um, find something to do. But go ahead, keep going. Yeah, so he, you know, he said that there's only so many things that you can do during the day, and um, perhaps the most pressing, uh, though, is because he just can't make the math work on paying for his young children's college education with his current financial situation. Mm. So let's put a pause there because the word that's actually standing out to me is young children. Yes. So this is what we spoke about. Okay. So. Uh, to be clear, I have not. I'm reading this article right now. Yes. And so I thought that his children were of college age and it was, oh, I can't afford this. Um, I need to go back to work. But it yeah. sounds like this is just uh, him anticipating. Right. The need that he would have to support his children through college. But wouldn't he have considered that before he made the announcement to the world that he was retired? And yeah. He was had all well, of, you know, the coins together that he needed. Well, I love that we stopped here and I love that you asked that question, because what we see here, listeners, oh, I need what? to keep reading, Marcus. OK, well, keep on. Keep on. Sorry, what does it say? What's that? Sorry, Sam. OK, so what ended up happening was um, when he retired, he and his wife weren't sure that they would even have kids. OK, so he didn't have kids. Right? OK, so now they have two children and are raising them in San Francisco. And it's expensive. Oh, yeah, it's lit. And even when they're earning a lot of money in passive income. Okay. So that there's more context. There. Okay. What are your thoughts? Uh, well, that kind of will change, change my, my last point I was getting ready to make. But <laughs> uh, I do want to say it's like, this is what you did. This, this is why you have to be careful because he was selling the fire. And it's not that it was a bad thing, but he made his bones. He made his name on saying, I'm doing fire. I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. I'm already retired. I'm sure there was a lot of, here's why it's good. Here's why you might even want to do it too. Right. Right. You right. got people on your blog. You got people listening to your words and then you don't. And now you're going back to work. So it's just like, this is why it's important to, yeah, you can get inspiration, draw and glean inspiration from all of us as financial influencers, but you got to, have your own strategy, your own scenario. Like, don't just do it because you saw the finance samurai do it. Because now he's like, hey, I'm going back to work. I don't know what y'all doing. Yeah, you but, know, but I'm sure there's some good things in there. I mean, anyone who yes. is retired early probably has, you know, some some good nuggets that they can share. Yes. Things that they've learned, you know, along the way. There are many factors that you have to consider when it comes to retirement. And also, like, you have to have some pretty good financial um 
habits, you know, as yeah, you well. You build some great habits doing, but, going through something like that. Yeah. Right. But like, this is the thing, right? Uh, fire movement. There's documentaries. Mm-hmm. There's books. It's so great. But really, it's kind of like the social experiment because, yes. you know, we're like one of the first uh, generations to really popularize this. Now, we know people who have re- retired early um, that are that are older than us. Yes. And it didn't have a name. It was just, oh, they're retired and you're surprised, you know, by their age. Right. But, um, you know, so I, I feel like it's giving social experiment to where yeah. we have people who... You know they're retiring early, but now they're deciding I don't want to be childless. Like I, I, I want to be able to, you know, build my own family legacy, or you know, um, I'm tired of looking at my spouse. I need somebody else to look at. No, (laughs) I'm just joking. And and I assume this dude has his own business, which of course, uh, you know, uh, uh, content in the content creating space with him being a blogger. And one would say, well, isn't that a job? Was like, well, maybe I'm sick of doing that. You know what I mean? Maybe I don't want to be my own boss. That whole be your own boss entrepreneur thing that we hear so much. Maybe there's some of that at play that's like, you know what? I'd rather just go back to the workforce where I was. I've experienced the retired. I've experienced the entrepreneur. I've experienced all these things that everybody on on your timeline telling you you should do too. And man, I'd rather just kind of go back and get my big, go back and get a nice high paying job in, in the Bay Area and live like that, you know? So yeah. I think there's a lot of moving parts to this, but I guess we could read on to see what else is going. Well, I I mean, I think that's the point that you know, they're they're deciding to go back to work. Yeah, but I think Okay, they're they're more The math part. Let's just re- re- let's just do the math, All right, could, could we do this part here? And oh, can I just say this though? Yeah. Um he, so so he retired with 3 million dollars. There are a lot of people listening and I know I'm thinking this myself who could make 3 million dollars work. I can yeah. make three million dollars work. To this part. So, yeah, like you, you are choosing to live in one of the most expensive markets That's in right. the nation. You don't have to live there. Right. Like, I mean, hey, we're literally up the street from San Francisco, living for half the price, <laughs> and living for half the price. I mean, it's still expensive, granted, but yeah. it's nowhere near San Francisco. No. So, like, life is trade off. So, if you want to live in a very expensive place, and perhaps you want your children to go to very expensive colleges. Mm-hmm. Then, um, yeah, maybe you would consider uh, going back to work. But there's a lot of people who are saying this whole article is just full of privilege, and really, Ooh. this person could stay retired if they want if they want to. Well, sure, we're gonna get to the comments. Cause I know they lit, uh, but let's keep going. Well, let's just read this part with the math. So it says, making the math work. Though his family, or though uh, though his and his family's day to day expenses are covered by passive income including from real estate holdings and his blog. He says there's no getting around the insanely high cost of higher education in the United States. He estimates it could cost as much as 1.5 million to send both kids currently ages six and three to college. Hold on. Is he on planet earth? <laughs> okay. These, this math ain't math. Sorry, but is he projecting like what it will be? Yes. I, mean, I guess that's going to be that. 15 years from I'm now. I'm sorry, but this person is about to lose a credibility with me. I mean, this says, brother, he's supposed to be about he, the numbers. He he, est- he, 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 it says he <laughs> estimates it could cost as much as $1.5 million to send both of his children, currently six and three, to college. Did you know that uh, community college in the Bay Area is free? 
So there's two years free right there. Thank you. Then you get your other two years. Get your other two years. And I highly doubt that Let's it's going to cost $1.5 yeah. million. Let's say it's $50,000 a year, which is crazy, for the next two. That's only $200,000 right there. So where do you get one5 <laughs> I'm maybe sorry. they're going to school on Mars. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe, or they're going to travel the world for every year. Yeah. You really know, really. there are some people who, you know, they. I, I'm fine with the state school. I don't have a problem with Man, it. Education is or, education. Huh? I said education is education. You're yeah, but right. some schools are, you know, some schools are better than others. I understand mm-hmm. that, but I don't know where you're getting that math from. Like, then that, if this were true, nobody is going to be educated exactly when your children you know so but this is why i wanted to keep reading because i knew something was going something was going to come up okay so it says seeing how student loans set back many borrowers from achieving financial success and taking career risk he doesn't want the debt hanging over his children's head he plans to work through their college years and uh reassess from there he just needs to take a deep breath and calm down because (laughs) he's getting himself worked up over stuff that is just years and years and years away i think that yes if you can save for your child's education kudos to you and that's a blessing yeah but to be here have a three-year-old child and i'm looking at my child like you're gonna cost me 1.5 million like just slow down yeah. breathe if you're really that concerned like you literally live in an area of the country where you can go to community college for free so Man, I don't, yeah, I don't understand. Point, uh, anywho, well, I'm gonna say this: we get read a lot of articles from this platform, and I don't think I've ever seen 308 comments. <laughs> so let's <laughs> get into lot. it. Let's see, <laughs> okay, what the people's is saying. Okay, oh wow, you get any ones you want. Shari, okay, I'm gonna out. be random. I'm just gonna go to the first one. This first person says the math isn't adding up here. Unless this guy is either living way beyond his means Mm -hmm. or set on his kids going to the most expensive colleges possible. If cost is a concern, community colleges exist and so do public four-year schools where prices will be dramatically cheaper. There's also a middle ground between having your kids take on uh, crippling debt and expecting them to take on a few small loans to contribute to mm-hmm. their own education. It's very generous if he wants to spare them that. But overall, I get the sense that something more is going on here and that having to pay for his kid's college is just an excuse. Right. So, uh, yeah, I actually tend to agree with this person's uh, assessment. Yeah. And I think we were kind of leaning there as we were, as we were talking. If you want to go back to work, that's fine, but... To be yeah. putting out this information, like this makes financial sense. I don't think it makes financial sense to pay one point five million dollars to go to college. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> to and only work a job to try to make one point five million, million over the life of you know how many years to do what to retire? Like, what is the purpose of yeah. of work and what's the purpose of college? Like, you could you could buy some good books. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Now, sure, this person says. $3 million in 2012. That was at literally the start of the bull market that we saw for a decade. Wow. So from 2012, with the bull market from 2012 to 2021, that should have turned into $6 million. Thank you. They, well, he did not <laughs> did not provide the current balance right. of his retirement portfolio right now. That is what he had then. So that yeah. is that's actually a really uh, a really great uh, point. Yeah. Yep. And and also this article did talk about the passive income streams and it Thanks. was it was really a lot. I think it ranged between like 80 and like 200,000 a year. 
I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know about this particular person. Yeah, something, something ain't right. So you're making that in retirement, right? Currently, you're making eighty thousand dollars to two hundred thousand dollars a year in retirement without tapping into your retirement, right? That's not considering a four percent drawdown or anything like that. That's just in your your after retirement work. After retirement work is right. generating that type of income, and then also that should be plenty. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, also, um, how do you know your kids will go to college? Oh my goodness. I never thought about that. I mean, I never thought about that. They're, I mean, how do you know? What if they want to take a a break, a gap couple of years, you know? Um, so one person says he prioritized living in San Francisco over being retired. His choice, not one that I would make. A lot of nice places to live in America, and San Francisco isn't one of them. Man, shout out to uh, our friends, Monica Street and Irish Journey. They, like I said on a couple podcasts ago, they planned for retiring in Frisco and said, we could retire in Portugal. That looks just as beautiful, more beautiful for a fraction of the cost. Like, mm-hmm. you got to be willing to you know see what else is out there i mean man i like san francisco too but not enough to go back to work out of out of early retirement what sense does that make but hey to each his own any other crazy comments you see in shire yeah yeah i some people are also commenting on college and they call it Mm -hmm. education inflation is dropping because demand is dropping is that simple the return on investment on higher education is not worth it for most people so I guess it really too. does depend on what you're going to school for. Yeah. And at three and six, like there's so much growth in like right. parenting that you'll need to do. Right. Um, before college, it's and just like you're kind of just just live in the moment a little bit more. Sure. Yeah. And not for nothing, you're the pure ability to be in your kids' lives starting at this young age, like, is way more valuable to me than anything you can give them monetarily by going back to work you're gonna go back into the rat race in their most vital years so that you can have more so that they can have a 1.5 million dollar college experience right to me they i think the kids will be much happier to have dad available and dad be just like retired and could just be here than they would in, 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 in a decent education than dad being gone and going back into the workforce and I yeah. got. I could go to you're, college yeah, on Mars. Right, you're absolutely right because especially those first five years are like the most important years. It's important. Um, yeah. So someone else leaves a comment that's a little bit critical, but I would like to hear your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. So this person says, so he didn't retire; he just works for himself. Blogs and books don't write themselves. Dot 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 dot. Yet, so those things are not um, happening yet. Yeah, so the AI is I mean, like, what do now. you? <laughs> but yeah. What she makes think, a great point. Yeah, I mean, what do you think about the idea that this person is taunting, saying that they're retired, but clearly they're working, they're a writer, you know, essentially they're a blogger. Yeah. And, you know, maybe this article here is just another way to get content. Well, that is 1,000% fact that I think at the end of the day, this is a this was a content grab. It, is he going back to work? Sure. But yes, I do believe that he did this for content, number one. Number two... That this is a heavily debated topic around the community. It's like if you're retired, but now you work more than forty hours a week creating content, 
is that not work like but what they would i think what it, that individual would say was well i want to do this though you know what i mean this yeah. is something i want to do it's like right. but you you could actually want you could actually like and want to work at your job so it's just like you know what i mean are you truly retired I don't know. That's well, they, a great question. Well, what they're saying is that they've achieved financial independence. Mm-hmm. So they, so instead of doing the full fire, they're just saying, I or have fire. the F in the I yes. of the acronym. Yes. He definitely has that. I Well, he, I think he didn't retire I think that he has that. I think that this um, that this is uh, article comes from a place of privilege because mm-hmm. it's, it's a privilege to live in San Diego. San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco. Yeah. I'm sorry. Why am I thinking of San Diego? I need to go there. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, you know, it's, it's a privilege. Like um, a lot of, a lot of people who live there live a privileged life. Yeah. Um, this person is talking from a place of privilege is not really relatable to most people. No. Um, but I think that the idea that a lot of people in fire may be returning to work um it's something that should be on the table and up yeah. for discussion because, and one reason I say this is that a lot of people who are doing the fire movement, they're doing it based on the idea that they'll be able to withdraw 4%, mm-hmm. you know, of the interest, yes. you know, as their money grows and that they won't touch their principal balance. So right. it's like this 4% rule, but the studies uh, that have been conducted around the 4% withdrawal rate mm-hmm. um, shows that that money should last reliably for about 25 years. Mm. And then after that, eh, it starts happening to the balance. You say, yes. And you might, yeah. you, it is not, it's no longer really working. So right. that, I mean, the probability of it working longer than that 25 to like 30 year range, mm-hmm. it goes down. The probability of success goes down. Right. So if I'm 60 and I'm following the 4% rule, then I have a good probability that the money is going to last for my entire life. But if I'm young and I retire at 32 on the 4% rule, the models. By 50 something, you look and you got to go back to work. It's it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you do really have to be educated about uh about retirement. Mm-hmm. I still have a lot of lot a lot to learn when it comes when it comes to retirement, but I'm also trying to cherish the years that I can work mm-hmm. and do what I can. Yes. And if I retire super early when I'm older, will I say will I regret not working just for another year or two? Mm. If I could have yeah, because when you start getting up into the high numbers and you start seeing, okay, if I retire at this age, I'll get I'll be tired with like two million dollars. Shoot, if I work another three years, I, I, this thing gonna be up close to three million dollars. Like, do you just stop? You know what I mean? When you don't have to, when you could keep keep that going and really take advantage of that compound interest, you have to ask yourself that. But one thing, yeah, you said it best, Shire. This is a privileged post i thought this brother when i read the title i'm thinking man he gotta go back he, he just oh, like he, me yeah i was like <laughs> no. nah he this is a i have fun and i'm deciding my next fun thing i want to do is go back to work i don't think he literally has to actually right. i know he doesn't have he to. don't have to and next week he might he might change his mind <laughs> yeah. and be like i guess i'm not going back out after all, or he's gonna go back and then he's gonna um, not like it, and then and he's then gonna have some more. Blog. He's gonna have some more content. Right, so, right, right. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I think this is a conversation um, 
it's, it's, uh, worth having. Um, the, yeah. You know, is the fire movement a myth? Mm-hmm. Is it a reality? Mm-hmm. People that have actually done it, what is their actual experience? Right. His experience was, I was, I'm kind of bored. Um, I didn't think I was going to have children. Now I have two children. Mm -hmm. And now that I have children, my priorities have actually shifted. shifted. And now I think it might be best for me to to go back to work. You You even said that, Shire, when we was talking the other night. You said, I'm thinking about the kids now. Like from 2017 to 2021, when the kids were like just hanging around and just, you know, whatever. It's like, yeah, I could be. I could be submerged in this in this world of of uh, pursuing financial independence and stuff like that. But then when your kids start being like, okay, like I'm 10 now and I want to do this and I have to do I have to go to this uh, gymnast event or I have to I have to do tests for this belt. You start like, oh, okay, like I guess like this is why I'm here. Mm -hmm. You know, my purpose isn't financial, financial, financial. My purpose is I got only a select number of years with these kids to really turn them into great adults and your priorities start to shift so i think that's what we've seen with this guy too but um yeah man this is a great article um interesting article any other crazy comments or (sighs) you know some crazy comments in here yeah Uh, (laughs) um some people are you know finding this story hard to follow some people people are saying wow if you you know, have, you know, a 200K passive income and you still are struggling in San Francisco, then maybe it's time to move. Um, Do your kids really need to go to Ivy League school? (laughs) You know, I I mean, anytime you do an article like this, there's going to be a lot of opinions. And sometimes the the comment section does have some some good insights. Um, Oh, okay. Here's one. Okay, what you got? I I just want to kind of get your opinion on it because this person says... Hey, I don't understand why parents should pay for their kids' educations. Mm. They can get loans or start teaching them to save when they're young. You can't get a loan for retirement. It takes 18 years to raise a kid. Mm-hmm. Start saving as soon as you find out uh, you're going, you know, you've conceived. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. Oh, they start talking about how people in their family know how to save because they started teaching their kids young. Okay. So, I mean, do you think that parents should, should share in the burden of their, I mean, excuse me, the financial, <laughs> this financial burden? Yeah, I, I do. Of children's education? Yeah, I do. Uh, I think, yeah, I, I think you should create a world where your kid can get a college degree without the debt. And if that means working during their college years to help them cash flow college, helping them come up with a plan to go to college for free. Uh, shout out to uh, our sister Key Resource. You know, she was went into a program where she can go to HBCU for free or scholarship to HBCU if she goes for this specific. Uh, I think it was agriculture. Major. Yeah, major. Mm-hmm. So it's like help your kids na- manage that and navigate that, and then we're. There needs to be payment when you, where you just can't, you know, finesse your way into anything and you have to pay. I think it is on the parent to, like, help the kid. You know what I mean? Because if we don't do that, the kid is literally going to come out with debt and the cycle continues. Everything we're doing, me, you, Shira, uh, our demograph, which is mostly 26 to 34 and then 35 to 46. 
that all of us millennials gen z if we don't want our kids to be having podcasts and talking about financial literacy and doing what we're doing right now the biggest thing you can do for them is have them get their education without debt that's that's going to set them up that's going to help the next level level up a little bit more and then maybe they'll do something bigger for their kids and this and so on and so forth if we just keep saying shoot i had to pay for cause they're gonna have to do it too then they're gonna come out and they're gonna start their adult lives the same way grinding the same way we grinding right now and i don't want my kids to have to do that you know and so yeah i think i think it's i think a parent should do that if they can if that's saving early for them or if that's I'm going to work while they're in college and I'm going to help them cash flow while, while while they're going through their years. So so you're saying that you would continue to work even yeah. if you could potentially retire, you would work to help with college. I would postpone my retirement if it meant me helping my kids go through college. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I no feel doubt. I mean I I feel the same. You agree I, too, right? I do feel the same, but I do feel that they need to they're gonna have when you say grind. They're gonna have to work hard for what they you're gonna want. Grind, yeah, you are gonna grind. And it if out. you see me, quote unquote, grinding, like they they're gonna learn yes. through just watching us. <laughs> yes, they're just watching us. You know, so mm-hmm. we don't want to. Of course, you want a healthy grind. You don't want them to, like you know burn themselves out or right. be super stressed or anything like that. But you you are we want to instill in them that whatever you want in this life, you do need to work for it. Yes, do what you can do. Yes, right. Shoot, even if that's like getting your kid paying for your kid to scholarship like in some type of athletic capacity but that means around that may require you to pay for them throughout you know what i mean their their adolescence which if, is kind right. of what we're seeing with our daughter she loves gym we're gonna and she wants a scholarship in gym well you that means it's gonna pay me classes. big bucks now you gotta yeah gotta do what you gotta do but yeah man i think uh the kids are primary i think that's a good thing to take from this the kids are primary. Even this gentleman is putting his kids before. I mean, Retirement. His, his kids are spoiled. I ain't gonna lie. One point five million dollars. That's a little. Too, oh, them kids. They yeah. Look a little too I good. mean, like, what are they gonna do? They're gonna be doc. I don't know. Well, yeah. I guess if you followed his blog, you'll find out. We don't. I don't. I don't think I've ever read his blog yeah, before. Yeah, I haven't either. And I mean, after this story, I don't know that I would be led to. But he could have some good content on there, and it yeah. could be, you know, some cool tips yeah. or strategies. Who knows? Yeah. Well, Shire, this was a great conversation. I really enjoyed sitting here with you, and my mouth is watering thinking about that gumbo I talked about on the front end. So we up out of here, y'all. We got to go. <laughs> I got to give me a bowl of this. Uh, we're going to holler at y'all on the next one. Do us a huge favor. Leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening, and we up out of here, y'all. Peace. Bye.